0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 329, for the week of August 14th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel, plus our special guest, Denise Hawkins. Mary Jo is traveling this week. In this week's show, Nancy continues her in-depth look at shopping at the Disneyland Resort, and Mary Jo chats with humorous Charles Phoenix. All that, plus this week's news, Roundtable Rapid Fire, and something a little different on this edition of The Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone.
1: Hey! Hello.
0: Hey there. Hi there. Hello. There. Hello. Welcome, Denise. Welcome back. Thank actually, thank you.
2: Gr- glad to be back.
0: Awesome. Um, and this is just weird. It's been what three, four weeks since we've gotten together and podcasted. So I, I appreciate y'all sitting, staying with us through through some vacation time, and hopefully that wasn't too hard on y'all.
3: <laughs> you were gone.
1: I Shh, thanks. Hey, I had to freaking go on vacation with him. I mean, you're gone. Oh, I mean, oh, I had so much fun with you, Tom. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know I did. I
0: did Beer garden. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, actually, actually, I think the best nights were when you were not there, I, I, and I was just I with was your son and yet. your wife. Mm-hmm. That was kind of yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Was it, you
0: had a good time. I did. Trails end. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I missed my fried chicken. Dang it.
4: They went to Walt Disney World for those of you who don't.
0: Like, oh yeah, sorry. I was, listen I went to and Walt actually Disney.
4: don't attend that
0: other site. I went. I went to Walt Disney World, then went on a cruise, and came back to Walt Disney World, and Tony was there. Yeah, just like that. It was magical. Um, any housekeeping while we're while we're talking about Walt Disney World? I have something kind of. Go Can I
1: okay, talk about the Disney and the idea I came up with?
0: Oh, okay. Official? Okay. All right. Since since Denise is here, we'll yeah. talk about that. Go ahead. Okay. So. I know we've been talking a lot about
1: me and my wanting to eat garbage food in Phoenix because Mm -hmm. there's none of these places in California like Waffle House and Culver's and uh, Steak and Shake. So again, we don't have any financial relationship. I wish. Um, Steak and Quake. So I um, was thinking if there was some way we could – I'm still it's in the planning stages so if anybody has an idea, um, you could throw it out there. But I'd like to do it for Give Kids the World so that we can somehow, if people want to join me, I was thinking the whole ice cream for breakfast thing maybe at Culver's, so I got to get a hold of Culver's in Phoenix and see if they'll let us have a custard, I think they call them a concretes or something like that, their version of like a Dairy Queen Blizzard, of doing something like going to all the places, but we are going to donate some money to Give Kids the World. So I don't, it's still, I'm still figuring it out, which means I guess I better hurry up and figure it out soon, huh? Um, That'd be
4: good.
1: But why not use it as an opportunity to, even if we only raise, you know, a couple hundred bucks, I think I'm like, you know, like a $25 donation or a $50 donation. And then we go and raise a couple of bucks and eat ice cream.
0: Among other That's things. Like, among other things. Well,
4: you know, while we're talking about that, um, we should also mention, too, that we're going to have an auction, right, Denise? Yes, we are. We're getting well, a lot of good Let's let's,
0: back, let's backtrack a little bit. Welcome, Denise, <laughs> Thank who is you. one of the organizers of the Arizona Meet coming up in October. Yeah, well, She didn't know I was going to spring this
1: idea on her. So. Oh, that, okay. Yeah,
2: no. no, not at all. <laughs> so the meet is October 24th, 25th, and 26th, and we're trying to get people from... The Southwest to come and raise money for Give Kids the World.
0: What? No, tell us. Tell us some of the activities that are going to be going on.
2: Well, on the twenty fourth, we're planning a welcome dinner, and we'll have some of the auctions available at that dinner, so we, people can bid on them and see them, and everyone can get to know each other. And it's going to be at a very kid-friendly place. It's a place called Dave and Buster's, and it has.
0: Ga- games. I wish we had one of those here.
2: We it's have them here. Such a great we- place.
1: And there's one other far away from Disneyland. Oh, maybe and we should do a know. review.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And then on the 25th, we have a lunch scheduled, and that will be the actual meet, and we have a costume contest planned, since it's close to Halloween, and the auction and the podcast team is going to be there. Definitely. And then that evening, we I thought we could have an adults-only get-together and go to a mm-hmm. local bar and have some appetizers and drinks and spend some time together. And then if we get enough people, a trip to the Grand Canyon on Sunday. That would be cool. so much fun. It's about a 2-hour drive from Phoenix, and I've chartered a, a small bus to take us there and let us spend a few hours and then drive us back.
4: How awesome is that?
2: You rock. So, I thought those would be fun activities for people who live here and people who don't. So.
0: Right, right. Well, there's, there's probably people people in the area that have never been to the Grand Canyon.
4: That's true. Lots of people don't go up there, so yeah, yeah. Most everyone sees it when they fly to Disneyland <laughs> for <from> other areas. <laughs> but uh, we should uh, we should mention that we have some pretty pretty fun auction baskets and stuff. Um, in fact, some recent additions. Uh, we'll be having a Star Wars theme basket.
2: Wonderful. We're
4: going to be having a Disney Infinity theme basket. And a Disney Princess costume basket. Nice. So that's a new addition. What other kind of um, baskets are we going to have?
2: I think there's a baby basket with some Winnie the Pooh items. And there's a basket of Phineas and Ferb items as well.
4: Cool. Cool. Very cool. Now, do we have any other big items that we haven't talked about yet, Tom?
0: Um, not off the top of hit my head. I know that um Dave Avanzino has donated something, which is a, it's not one of his three D name name plaques, but it's a, it's a two D name plaque framed, custom, that he's going to be donating. So that's that's kind of cool. Something something original that we haven't seen at any of the other auctions. So that's kind of that's kind of fun. Okay. And I know Michael has a couple things that he's donating that he's he's talked about before.
3: Right. We have an autographed book of Seen Unseen Disneyland by Russell Flores. And we also have a lovely wine package from the Lasseter Family Winery.
0: Including that awesome poster. Two posters that are autographed by
3: John Lasseter. Two wine glasses with the Lasseter family crest. And then, um, which Carol and I are donating along with a bottle of Lasseter wine from our, from our, you know, our private wine vault. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. Okay, quick story. I As an aside, we, we we while we were on the cruise, we did the chocolate and liquor tasting, mm-hmm. which, by the way, was awesome. But the the person that led let I gotta put this pencil away. It keeps making noise because it, it, it makes my hands go. Um, the The person that did the 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 class or the the p- tasting was the sommelier from Palo on on the disney fantasy and so one of we tried um it was champagne and red wine and port and whiskey all mixed with chocolates and it was just awesome but the red wine was the one from from the lassiter vineyards and which was it was if you if you name it michael i probably would remember the name but it was I don't there's there's several what the, yeah. Anyway, so she's talking about John Lasseter and his wife, and she calls his wife Emily. No. And and in my back of my mind, I'm like, that's not right. But I couldn't come up with 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 the name to to, to correct her right away. So afterwards, I go up to her, I'm like, you, you know, you might want to Google that or something because I don't think that's John Lasseter's wife's name. It's Nancy, right?
3: Yes, I thought that name okay. would be burned into your. Right. <laughs>
0: Maybe that's why I didn't remember because <laughs> I blocked it out. Okay. Oh, thank you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Your butt. laughs>
0: so anyway, um, any other housekeeping while we're at it? Yes, yeah, not ahead,
1: really John. related, but okay. So I I go off on how princess focused Disney is, right? And um mm-hmm. and of course like, I never had a little girl. I would love to have had a little girl. And I would have probably bought more princess dresses than any human being possible. But of course. it was interesting was I was just going to my very last meal at Disney World Trails End. and um, Did I you like, go
0: back for breakfast? Yes. Man? I'm like, before
1: okay. I leave, I have to get the world's greatest <laughs> cinnamon rolls and biscuits and gravy. problem when you do that is like, okay, I'm going to eat so much. Wow. I just ate a cinnamon roll and biscuits and gravy. I think I can't eat anymore because those are about the two thickest <laughs> mm-hmm. things. But anyways, so I was walking and there was a know, maybe a 14-year-old girl in front of me with her mom and the little princess girl running ahead. And she whispers to her mom, I wish I could still fit in princess dresses. And I was like, you know what? I'll just be quiet from now on because obviously here's this older girl that still wanted to like wear those dresses. But it just like, it kind of like hit me like, you know what? I don't, I don't have the opportunity to get it, but there's a reason that people wait, that families wait in lines three hours. Mm-hmm. To meet the princesses. And here's this one girl who wanted to still do it, but she kind of couldn't. I just thought it was kind of a cute story, but it mm-hmm. kind of nailed home the whole why Disney and their prince. Okay, yes, and they make a lot of money. However, I just thought it was a cute, interesting story.
2: Yeah, I waited for two hours for Anna and Elsa at Disneyland oh. with my niece. You just do it. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, going back to Give Kids a World real quick, I want to congratulate the team in Nova Scotia who raised more than $13,000 this last weekend for Give Kids a World. So congratulations to them.
4: Yay! Yay.
0: Evelyn and her team. Also, I got some final numbers, for, uh, total numbers for Coasting for Kids for this year. For all 11 um, Cedar Fair parks, $154,000 for Give Kids a World. Wow, so that's Ooh.
3: fantastic.
0: Yeah, and I think that's way more than last year. So hopefully we can do that again this year and keep raising raising lots of money and riding the Jaguar. Uh, don't forget about Podcast Cruise 5.0 coming up on November 30th, 2014 on the newly, newly reimagined Disney Magic. That's a seven-day Western Caribbean going to Jamaica. I'm on. I know Not it's a bad better. accent. And also don't forget about the... Uh, Royal Caribbean Alaska cruise with the Diz and Dreams Unlimited travel. That's June twelfth of twenty fifteen, out of Seattle, Washington. I was looking at, you know, I've been talking about Amtrak, Amtrak, Amtrak. Okay, yes. so pricing it out, Amtrak was nine hundred and sixty dollars just for the seat from Fresno to Seattle.
4: Really? Because it was only eight hundred and something for four of us from yeah, that, Burbank to Seattle.
0: Uh, wow, only eight hundred. Only I know. No. So so then I'm looking well, at. Well,
4: that was round trip though.
1: You could have flown first class almost for that amount.
4: Well, no. actually, it's only no. 192 on Alaska Air right now. Thank That's,
0: you. I'm looking at Alaska Air because Alaska Air Alaska's flies di-
4: awesome.
0: direct from Fresno to Seattle. We could go this the morning of, not have to have a hotel. Yep. And it was like a thousand bucks for four people. Right. So. Yes. We
4: I tell you I when I was a corporate business traveler I flew Alaska Air a lot mm-hmm. and I loved Yeah, them. we
0: flew Alaska back from from um Love them. Orlando from we flew from Orlando all the way to San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then a little propeller one from San Diego up to Fresno, but yeah, it's really nice. You know, since we're talking about that. Okay, go ahead. Tony. Um I've been and people know that now I do some
1: side work and I travel, and um, I've started looking at San Diego more and more as as a place to fly out of, even though I live in Orange Mm -hmm. County, and I never thought of putting that two and two together with Disneyland, but if people are coming from out of state, they need to look at San Diego, because it's an hour and a half drive, yes, but oftentimes, well, it's always way cheaper than John Wayne. Orange County Airport is outrageously expensive. Also, that way. And also Orange County's airport doesn't let you come in late. So if you wanted to come in at 11 at night so you could get your last day of work in, which I often want to do, you, they don't, you're going to have to wait for the next day. LAX is always cheapest, but what I'm finding is that um, LAX is always cheapest. But you also have to remember, if you don't have a shuttle or even if you do have a shuttle, the time just getting from your airport, from your gate... To your car or your rental car, or to the shuttle to the parking lot, you're gonna that literally takes you about an hour, unless you're parked right across the street at LAX airport, which most tourists aren't going to be. So, an hour of that, you could actually be almost in San Diego. I mean, you could be half halfway to San Diego, and that airport, you get in and get out quick. So, just something to think about. Don't be afraid to fly into San Diego. It's a great airport, and it's not because it's some San Diego. And my dad will watch my car. Um, I've flown out of there and parked myself. But it's just something to think about when people are traveling to Disneyland. No, don't be afraid to look at San Diego. And when I went to Orlando, I flew out of San Diego. And now that's... I look at all three. And I'm right near Disneyland. So I look at Orange County, LAX, and San Diego. And I'm starting to lean more towards San Diego just because it gives me the flight options that LAX does often. But... Not the hassle of LAX, and it's way cheaper than John Wayne. But that's also me doing last minute flights, not, you know, doing the smart thing and doing like six months in advance and stuff like that. But just something well, to but think you about. you
4: can't when you travel for business. No, but
1: for people that are looking for flights. Yeah. Don't be, and I, I, and I, as much as people think I do have a financial relationship with America's finest city, the city of San Diego, I do not. But the San Diego airport's a convenience thing, so just look into it.
3: I got to tell you, though, you know, our son and his family live in San Diego. And you got to tell me what route you drive to get from San Diego to Disneyland an hour and a half. We have never made it in that little a time.
1: Okay. Well, what time it has We're like, fast you drive pardon and me? when it depends how fast you drive. I'm not going to lie. And it depends what time you go.
3: Yeah. I mean, we have been in horrible, horrible traffic.
1: Well, yeah, that's and, that's the horrible problem with Southern California. If you go against traffic. You're not there during traffic. Hour and half, no problem. You're there with traffic. Might as well just camp out in your car. Yeah, yeah. That's the
0: problem. All right. Any other housekeeping? Did you guys
4: check out the Disney Parks blog and the chocolate peanut butter and banana French toast that showed up on there that week from the PCH Grill?
0: Huh? No.
4: Oh my goodness! It's it's French toast, um, which it. It looks more like a bread pudding. I haven't Dude, had this. You year, had me at so This French must be toast. a new item, but it's made. It's like a, a hala bread pudding. Hala. which is the sweet <laughs> Thank you. yeast bread. C H A L L A Hala.
1: Oh, we're not talking like street. Oh,
4: but it definitely looks like something Elvis would love. So we're gonna have to try this because this looks like something that might be like way good.
1: Well, you have peanut butter. Good.
4: And you Chocolate, have bananas.
1: good, right? Banana, yep. good. French toast, I don't see how it could
0: go wrong.
4: I know. <laughs> I did not know this existed, so I thought that that might be something important. Is that on the buffet?
0: About. Is that on the buffet? Must be, right? Cause it's...
4: It has to be. Well, the whole thing's yeah. breakfast. All yeah. breakfast is is a buffet, yeah. for the most part. All
3: right, Michael, what do you got? Well, uh, first of all, I just wanted to wish the Haunted Mansion and all of its 999... Um, Spooks a happy 45th anniversary. I heard one of them barking right there. And, um, (laughs) oh, I thought it was the caretaker's dog. Um, anyway, happy 45th anniversary. And despite them saying that it's it opened on August 9th, it officially opened to the public on a very important day in this mouseketeer's life, August 12th. (laughs) So, um, But I remember the Haunted Mansion because, you know, it stood there for years. And when I was a boy, every time we went to Disneyland, my first question to the very first cast member I would see is, is the mansion open? Is the mansion open? I drove them nuts. And then we went there. We were at Disneyland a month before it opened. And, oh, I was so upset that we didn't stay, you know, we didn't stay visiting relatives longer. Sometimes I'd spend the whole summer down there for a variety of reasons but that summer we didn't and um oh i was disappointed because i knew the mansion was opening and that it was around my birthday that it was opening and um anyway so anyway so happy birthday go out and um scare someone to (laughs) celebrate Yes. And Yay. and also, uh, Carol and I both wanted to thank everyone for all their support, good wishes, prayers, messages. Uh, I know we've talked about it on the podcast and on the lady show that she was having some surgery. Um, just an update. The surgery went very well. Um the surgeon was very happy. The surgery was successful. She is recovering. It's been... Um, it's taken a little while to recover, but she really bounced back from it um quickly. We are meeting with the surgeon next week, um you know, talk about how some of the tests have gone, and you know what kind of follow up treatment she's going to need. But I know that uh, if it wasn't for the prayers and and the positive thoughts and pixie dust that everyone sent that i, I don't I know it would not have gone uh, you know that well like you know, we talked about on the anniversary show. I I think we've all learned, you know, just what the power of the group prayer and and positive thoughts we get from the Diz can do. And, and I think Carol and I have experienced it. So I just wanted to thank, you know, everyone uh, and and to keep the prayers, um, you know, continuing. So um, thank you. We really appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. We really appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Michael. And happy birthday, by the way.
3: Oh, Thank you. (laughs)
0: Um, any other housekeeping? No? Good. Okay. Um, don't forget, if you <laughs> want to get a hold of us, you can email. Stop it. You can email us at <laughs> w- <laughs> Uh If you want links to anything we talk about during the show, you can fi- always find that at disunplug.com. Let's head over to Tony with the news. A zombie apocalypse will break out at
1: Knott's Berry Farm this Halloween. The park's 42nd annual Not Scary Farm Halloween haunt will see the debut of Special Ops Infected. That's interesting timing, with the Ebola thing. Anyways, an interactive experience with guests hunting—they weren't infected—with an interactive experience with guests hunting zombies, saving s- survivors, and completing various missions to ensure the apocalypse doesn't spread. As guests arrive, we'll enlist them to fight the good fight against the zombies," said John Cook, the park's designer of Special Ops. Though entertainment companies have staged zombie apocalypses before, Knott's officials believe theirs is unique in its scale and interactiveness. The zombie apocalypse will cover the six acres of Camp Snoopy, Uh (laughs) with guests traversing the area's barrel bridges, caverns, and other high Sierra features. The zone will be split in two for two squads, each with 12 guests and a park employee playing the squad leader. About 100 zombies will be loose in Camp Snoopy. To kill the zombies, each guest will be given a laser gun modeled off of an M4 assault rifle. The guns will actually kick back when fired. The goal will be to save survivors. If the guests don't get to survivors in time, they become zombies. The squads will also have various missions, like repairing a communications link or finding the cause of the outbreak. In addition to the zombies, squads will contend with an adversarial militia roaming the area. If a zombie gets too close to guests, it... In quotes, bites them, and the guns temporarily de- deactivate. Guests earn points by killing zombies and lose points by being bitten. The squad member with the most points wins bragging rights. The entire experience is expected to last 15 to 20 minutes. Cook, who started at Scary Farm as a monster in 2005, conceived of special ops while sitting on his couch playing the video game Call of Duty. The Haunt will include its famous mazes that guests navigate while getting scared by monsters and its roaming scary people. We needed something different, said Lara Han- Hanneman, Knott's Director of Entertainment Production. We were even thinking, should we just get rid of all the mazes? What's going to change the face of Haunt? And just so you know, they run September 25th to November 1st. Tickets are 39 bucks to $65. Special Ops Infected is included in the ticket price. Really? Yes,
0: that's, that's not an upcharge. Very nice. Mm-hmm. What was it? That's really interactive. Mm-hmm. And tickets are on sale already, so head out and get those.
1: What I think that's interesting that they're pushing more and more. You're seeing that the parks are having to contend with our not our generation, but my son's generation, mm-hmm. or right. people that want more interactivity. It's not enough yeah. just to go ride. Now they've got to. Play and, and do
4: stuff. That sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I'm tempted to go, but then it's scary things. And
4: yeah, and do all well the scary things. I've
0: already been told I might have to go to, to um, Universal, so.
4: Ugh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> let's let Mary Jo do that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, talk about her while she's away. Say how you are.
4: Okay. I mean, uh-huh. let's face it.
1: <laughs> yes, let's face it. That was a nice vague generic comment. What did that aren't, mean?
4: Aren't are you going to? Are you since you brought this up? Are you huh. going, Tony?
1: No, I just read the news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a hands-off approach.
1: Yeah, I'm not.
4: Yeah, are you crazy? That's scary.
1: I would go to Mickey's because it's cute and Mickey's friendly and doesn't scare me. I see. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Hmm. The Disney area hotel is proceeding with a huge expansion. Yet another one. A Disneyland-area hotel owner is proceeding with a $25 million-plus project to build new room and restaurant space, despite the threat of a streetcar route going through his family's Anaheim property. Paul Durand, whose family owns the Parkview Inn, said he expects a break ground in January at some point close... Oh, close. At some point close. You know what? Words can be pronounced different ways. At some point close... And then reopen in March 2016. So the plan is still under review by city planners. The new hotel would have 162 rooms up from 186, and the attached International House of Pancakes would double in size with a second floor. That's a lot of pancakes. Wow. A cold stone creamery would so that'd be, be up- like a
0: stack of pancakes.
1: Yes. Yes. A, a cold stone creamery would be updated as well. Family members have planned to tear down the hotel and rebuild it for a few years. But then Duran found out that a city map showed a line that appears to go through his property for a proposed streetcar, a city project that could evoke eminent domain, reported by this podcast earlier in the year. That was an American client. The $320 million streetcar line would connect an under-construction transportation hub, alas, if anybody's seen it, it's getting closer and closer to completion, (laughs) near Angel Stadium with a tourism area that includes Disneyland and the Anaheim Convention Center. If approved, construction could start as early as next year on the hotel modifications. The city has yet to finalize the streetcar's path. Duran asked the city council to consider other routes. In May, council members forwarded the request to city staffers to review other options, which remain under consideration, a city official said this week. report is expected to be completed this year. Duran, however, is not waiting. I can't put my business on hold because I think something might happen, said Duran, who lives in Wisconsin. City officials expect that the developer will submit follow-up documents next month and that a hearing could be held as early as September about whether to approve the project, said Ruth Ruiz, a City of Anaheim spokeswoman. The hotel has been owned by the family for three generations and is among the closest non-Disney hotels to the two theme parks. Duran counted the steps to Disneyland's main gate, 437. Duran's grandfather, Carmen Scalzo, built the hotel in 1962. The family at one point leased out the Parkview building to Econo Lodge, but the family took over again in 1998. My grandfather would turn over in his grave if he knew I lost the property for whatever reason, he said. The Parkview project is among at least 15 new hotels or expansions near the Disneyland Resort, which has experienced a tourism boom since Cars Land opened at Disney California Adventure in 2012. The new Park View would be a 119,000-square-foot hotel with garden areas, a pool, and two levels of underground parking on the 2.3-acre site, wow. the IHOP and the Cold Stone Creamery Both among the top sales generators in the country would face Harbor Boulevard. Together, the hotel, IHOP, and Creamery generate about $8.5 million in annual tax revenue. Wow. Oh, tax revenue. Yeah. Okay. That's just tax revenue. According to Scalzo Hospitality, the family business that runs the hotel. Anybody have any comments about the hotel?
0: Do you think that him continuing to pushing it like this is gonna make the, the city or whoever's doing the, the 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 transit make a decision quicker?
1: I think it's I think that's what he's trying He's like fine, I'm gonna now now move it. Right. That's what he's trying to do. Has anyone ever stayed at that place?
2: I did years okay. ago. I haven't stayed there in a while, though.
1: The too much, too many pancakes.
2: No, <laughs> I just didn't care for the service there or the rooms. But that was years ago.
0: Anybody out know?
1: I don't. I think. Oh, they all. All those hotels, because I don't stay in them. They all. They all. They're all the same to me. I don't remember, and I know they're not right. all the same, but especially with all the signage looking the same. mm Hmm. It's. I understand it makes it nicer and more disney but it kind of gets confusing as to which hotel's which.
0: Right, right. That's the news. Thank you, Tony. Time for rapid fire. Let's start with Michael.
3: All right. Well, after you finish listening to this show, you want to run right over and <laughs> click on D23Expo.com because on Thursday, August 14th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, D23, the official Disney fan club is going to begin selling tickets for the next D23 Expo which is going to take place August 14th through the 16th 2015 at the Anaheim Convention Center. This should be exciting because it's right after the 60th anniversary of Disneyland. This, um, The D23 Expo is the largest Disney fan event in the world and the D23 Expo celebrates all of the different groups of Disney entertainment under one roof. It's sort of like their Comic Con. You have the Walt Disney Studios, Marvel Pixar and Pixar and Lucasfilm, Walt Disney Parks and Resorts, Disney Consumer Products, um ABC, Disney Channel, Radio Disney, and Disney Interactive. Every, so, everybody except ESPN. Yeah, yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? So uh so I I don't know, I what what do you guys think is the highlight of the expo in past years? usually it's the
0: it's the either the animation presentation or the disney or the the film presentation mm-hmm. the movies yeah i or love disney
4: the floor. studios presentation i st- i love the the i love the convention floor
3: yeah you know, usually exhibits. people like if parks and resorts has a um a pavilion people really yeah. like that one or if Imagineering puts on a pavilion the archives usually has an exhibit it's star studded you know with the, le-
0: the legend ceremony is always fun, yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. So it goes on sale at 10 o'clock, so 10.01, the sorcerer packages will have sold out. Yeah.
3: And so, Tom, I know that's something you're going (laughs) to get. So (laughs) you want to know what you're going to get for your sorcerer package? Yes, please. Yes, tell me. Okay, because the sorcerer package, it's, it's, um. it's only, yeah. It's only, okay, sorcerer package are available exclusively to both gold and silver D23 members at a paltry. $2,000 $2,000 per ticket. And you can purchase up to two sorcerer tickets. Oh, good. So okay. What you get for the sorcerer package is a three day admission ticket and commemorative sorcerer credential. <gasps> Reserved seating at all presentations in the main hall, stage 23 and stage 28. Personally, for $2,000, I think it should be in every venue. But Those that's just all, me.
1: Isn't that all the venues? No, I, I think for $2,000, they should come to your Hotel room. The, and you should be carried in on a litter.
3: <laughs> yes. <I like laughs> um, limited edition D twenty three American Tourister boarding bag. Ooh. So that can be. I nice. think they. I think those are left over from last expo. <laughs> I was Pre expo tour of the treasure of the Walt Disney Archives exhibit.
4: That's nice.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Especially if they do any kind of. You know, any kind of guided tour type talking about the exhibits.
3: Yeah. yeah. Special tour of the Walt Disney Imagineering Pavilion. So we know Imagineering will have a pavilion. Mm-hmm. Exclusive shopping time in the D23 Expo Dream Store, Disney mm-hmm. Store, and Mickey's of Glendale. And the lines Probably for some it. of those can be very long. Yeah. Wow. Tour of the D23 Expo floor the day before the Expo is open to the public. They used to give you a little cute hard hat or something too, to go with that. A welcome reception on Thursday evening. Exclusive entrance to the expo each morning, because all 65,000 other people go through the mm-hmm. same one entrance yeah. door. Yeah. Um, a voucher for an appointment with an on-site massage therapist. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sure it's with the prince or princess of your choice. Um, exclusive D23 Expo gift pack, including gifts from D23 and the rest of the Walt Disney Company. Look for those on eBay. Saturday morning meet and greet coffee with a special Disney guest. Margaret Carey. Or or Bob Gurr. Or, or Marty yes. Sklar. It has to be one of those three.
2: <laughs> Could be Tom Bell.
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, it might be. <laughs> Maybe.
0: And what else is in the package?
3: The fond farewell reception on the final day of Expo, plus access to the Sorcerer Member Lounge. And Ooh. other benefits. Ooh, the other benefits. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that's what you get for that. For those of you who get blocked out of that. In a decoder ring. (laughs) Really? After 30 seconds and when the system crashes. um, (laughs) As it will. Yes. yes, Tickets for the D23 Expo 2015 are available at a discounted price for a limited time, except for the sorcerer package because they, they will be gone in a minute. Um, from August 14th through December 31st, 2014, tickets are $61 for a one day adult admission and $42 for children, three to 12. Um, Tickets for members of D23, the official fan club, are $52 for a one-day adult admission and $37 for children. Multi-day money-saving tickets are also available. D23 members can save as much as $268 off the price of admission based on the purchase of four three-day tickets at the (laughs) D23 member rate. So, um, anyway, so... Anyway, so anyway, so we will have a link in our show notes where you can go to D23 and find out a little more um, about about all of this. So, anyway, so and of course, the the Diz podcast team will see you there. I have no doubt we will be broadcasting live. We Um, will have a
0: yes. We will have a much bigger presence next year.
3: Yes, I've been promised. So, it will be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it definitely Me I'm... too.
4: no okay here's the bet. Do you huh. think they're gonna wait until d twenty three to announce the Star Wars stuff that came up in the mail or came up in on the news last week, or do you think they're gonna do it at the Star Wars convention in April?
3: Well, if it's in keeping with what they usually do, they'll announce nothing at the d twenty three expo <laughs> yeah. and they um, learned their lesson three years ago years
0: when well, no, I was 5 years ago huh, that they announced a bunch of stuff that didn't all didn't yeah, come it happened yeah yeah, yeah. So.
4: well i just found it was so e- so interesting that all that made the news and it was just nothing but a big teaser yeah. saying
0: well Hi, it, was, it was from says. it was from okay. the the quarterly earnings report
4: yeah. wasn't it something silly like that
3: yeah yeah
0: just yeah. anyway
3: If you want to know the um, some of the other three-day ticket prices. Early bird is $149 um, till December 31st. Um, January 1st through June 30th, um, 2015, it goes up to $169. And in regular admission, July 1st through August 16th is $188. That's if you're a D23 member. If you're a um, general... Just general public, you're not a member. It'll range from $176 all the way up to $216.
0: And there's really no reason for you not to go on... Not tra- not, not that I'm trying to hawk uh, D23, but you can sign up for free on their yep. website and become a free member, and mm-hmm. you can still get those discount pr- discounted prices. Right. The only thing you can't do is buy the Sorcerer package.
3: Exactly. But, you know, if you're not going to pay for the um, D23... You know, membership. You're not going to get the sorcerer package. No. So are on. you? Yeah. Ga-
4: are you going to try for the sorcerer package, Mister Tom?
3: No, God, no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, since Michael Penjo Pinge- on that. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, I will go next. Um, our good friends at City Race have come up with a new adventure at Disneyland. So they've they have a new new one called City Race Disneyland Two: Mickey's Mysterious Map. And they're presenting that, um, they're, they're running that on October 26th. And they're also replaying their, uh, the original City Race Disneyland on November 23rd. I will put links in our show notes page to their website. But I'm kind of tempted to check out the new, the new race because I haven't done that one yet. I've done the Disneyland and then we've previewed the DCA one. So um, if you're interested in those, I would book it quickly because there's a limited amount of people that can participate so it looks like a lot of fun and so definitely check it out nancy
4: okay now well, obviously you guys know how much of a big amazon local fan i am We well, you know we've talked about a lot of things we've talked about all of our day six adventures Solvang, julian Um, You can go back into the, you know, our archive to find Mary Jo's shows on those. Well, oh my, oh my crap. (laughs) Amazon Local is chock full of stuff right now for anybody coming into town for any reason. Um, There's everything from L.A. Philharmonic concerts at the Hollywood Bowl. There's a... Vineyard tour in Solvang For two As well as hotel Um, There's a two night hotel package In Julian Which is a little boutique hotel There are Oh my god I had such a list of them There is also um, Luxury airport transportation Black car sedans There's the Queen Mary um, Tours from $15 Um, There's a a few, uh, whale watching cruises. Um, I, you name it, just go look on entertainment, look on vacation packages. Um, right now there's even tickets to Lobster Fest in Long Beach. There's even scuba certification in Catalina. Um, you name it, their stuff. Big Bear, we're going to be doing something up on, on the mountains, um, going into the mountains sometime soon. We've talked about Big Bear as being one of them in last year's series. So, it, even the zombie blood run. is If you're a runner, you're coming down to Disneyland, you want to catch maybe another local run, um, along with the Tinkerbell, which just went on sale and sold out. Um <laughs> You know, <laughs> they really need to figure out more about getting more people into these marathons. I don't know. Tony, do you think they can actually hold more people?
1: I wouldn't know because I never were up early enough anymore. I'm kind of bitter on the whole thing because it's like you have to be, an, you. If, if you're an annual pass holder, which I am, but I hate the idea that it's this non-exclusive event that's really an exclusive event.
4: Yeah. Well, you can get things like that on here. Oh, Legoland currently has a water park hopper ticket um, discount thing from $76. So there are, are just a ton of stuff in adventure and recreation, family fun, local attractions, and entertainment and tra- the entertainment and travel section. So I would, I would seriously look into it. There's even um, food discounts. For local restaurants. So, once again, Amazon Local, man, it is the king of the vacation discounts right now.
0: Very cool. Thank you, Nancy. Hey, Denise, I didn't I didn't ask you to do a rapid fire, but do you have anything you want to mention?
2: No. <laughs> okay, cool. No worries.
0: Arizona Meat, about October 24th it. through the 26th. There we go. There we go. All right, Tony.
1: Big Hero 6, my favorite media thing. It has characters heading to Disney parks.
0: Favorite, so vague.
4: Has well, it, I
3: don't know what it. Is. It's a movie. Tony. Can you? It's a movie. Uh,
4: can you uh, summarize the uh, story? Yeah. <laughs> no, or, or give it. Give a little bit of what the trailer about? Because Big Hero Six. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't give you a visual read like his,
3: some movie his,
0: titles. Let him read his well,
1: well, him. it's okay. There's a kid in a don't jacket. Don't put him on the spot. Is it? There's a kid in a gray jacket. And there's a big white blob thing that might be like a, a robotish looking thing, kind of like kind of like Wally meets Shmoo. <sighs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. I and gotcha. and there's a, a gray garage thingish behind him, and some a lot of metal, and then there's an ad for Fech. Oh. Wait, that's the, the trailer web page. Never mind. out. Never You're mind. I was, I, uh, yeah, I was sorry. I was starting to describe the website that I'm reading this article off of. The magic is gone. I just shared it with everyone. I
4: was going to say, I think the trailer's out already.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just looking at an image. So anyway, what's the... Record? Anyways, that's right, true believers. You did not read that headline wrong. Characters from the upcoming Disney-Marvel collaboration Big Hero 6 will be appearing in both Disneyland and the other place. After being introduced to... Hero Hamada and his lovable robot Baymax I think be, well, anyway. in recent trailers and TV spots which Tony has not watched fans will be able to meet and greet their pair in the near future according to our favorite blog the Disney Parks blog <coughs> Hero and Baymax can be seen in Disney theme parks on both coasts starting this fall of course no details about exactly where they'll be setting up shop but they promise we can, we can de- speculate but- yes and we'll speculate in a second uh, this is the first time Marvel characters will appear at the Walt Disney Resort in Florida. But we don't care about that because it's a Disneyland podcast. And, um... Let's see. Based on... We think it's going to be a big hit. And Hero, H-I-R-O, and match from Big Hero 6 will appear in Disneyland. Where do you think they're going to appear?
3: In Inventions. Starcade, The biggest... Character meet and greet in any Disneyland park.
1: Is this going to be a huge movie? Really? It
4: looks really yes. cool from yeah. the. I mean, yeah. I I had no clue until I saw the trailer.
1: Isn't is going to be that, like, Peter Pan space adventure thing that nobody ever saw? No, this
4: looks pretty good. The pe- what was that
1: one called? The people
4: they have for voices are pretty amazing. They've got Jamie Chung, who was uh, Mulan on Once Upon a Time. Damon Wayans is in here. Um,. Wow. He's, okay, he's I'm famous. sold. You Ryan Potter is here, a
1: B-list actor, and somebody who I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Oh, Damon Wayans is voicing it. I'm there.
4: I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying too. Damon Wayans is not enough to draw me in to see an animated film with the Wally Schmoo character.
3: Well, <laughs> Maya Rudolph is in it. Okay. Still. <laughs> Still. <laughs> anyway, and they they showed um, some of the inspirational art. And, and graphics and all that in, at the last D23 Expo. And, and it looks pretty cool. All right. Thank you, Tony. That will do it for
0: Rapid Fire. Since Mary Jo is not here, we've staged a coup and we won't have a thread of the week this week. <laughs> um, I, I did post a thread, though, about this and I, and I asked you guys to come up with some suggestions, too. I'm going to call this little game Protect, Destroy, and Steal. So, and this is going to be just Disneyland Park. I'm going to ask you for three attractions: one attraction that you want to protect from ever seeing a wrecking ball, one attraction that you want to destroy now, not later. Call the bulldozers, and one attraction that you want to steal from any other Disney any other Disney park, but you have to tell me where it's going to fit at Disneyland Park. Okay. So, who who wants to go first?
4: I can if you want, and I actually pulled my family. Go ahead,
0: Nancy. You, nice, good, okay.
4: okay. So, Lily, my seven-year-old, and I both voted
0: mm-hmm.
4: for Protect okay. being Small World. Okay. You know, it's one of the classics. Walt made it for the World's Fair, and plus, it's just, it sticks with you.
0: Okay, and Destroy?
4: Destroy. Um, Ian and I both came up with a combo, um, <laughs> but mine was Inventions, and his was mm-hmm. Autopia, okay. because it's a big stink pit, as he put it. Um,
0: okay. What are you going to steal? Steal
4: actually came from Lily. Okay. And it's actually um, not a ride. It's actually Be Our Guest Restaurant. Or, no, wait a minute. Actually, oh. I take that okay. back. That one came from Zoe. Be Our Guest Re- Or, no, that one came from Lily. And Zoe said Seven Dwarfs Mind Train right off the bat.
0: Hmm, okay. Seven
4: Dwarfs Mine Train would be perfect right behind... Um, oh, Toontown was Ian's. I'm sorry, Toontown was Ian's Wipe It Out. Destroy, Go, destroy all Toontown okay. and put Seven Dwarfs Mind Train there.
0: Mm, Okay. Interesting. All right. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Let me go to the boards. Uh, Longtime Disney Lurker says, I might protect the Alice in Wonderland ride since the only one. I've always liked that ride. I love it even more since the update. Aside from the rides, I would want to protect many of the wonderful musical performances I can find throughout the park, especially the swing dancing, the Dapper Dance, and the Main Street Band and the All-American College Band. I would bulldoze Captain EO in a second. (laughs) Um, I don't know what I would steal. I haven't been to any other Disneyland parks yet. And and again, he pulled his son for his opinion, and he would protect Star Tours. This is the son. Protect Star Tours, destroy inventions, and steal Expedition Everest since he's never been to Disney World and wants to try it. So let me me read another one real quick. This is from Dot2Vegas. Woo, Vegas! Um, protect Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, destroy the Astro Orbiter, and steal, again, Expedition Everest. So, uh, who else would go next? Anybody else have a... I'll go because you've
3: all rattled off half the part. <laughs> <Yeah. So laughs> go, go ahead, Michael. The rest of mine are gone. I, I
0: think we know what Michael <laughs> wants to destroy. Yeah,
3: I've said it many times. But, um, okay, for protect, I would protect Storybook Land. And that includes the canal boats and mm. Casey jr. Good train. choice. Okay. Because thank you. Bec- mainly because that is an enormous piece of real estate. And mm-hmm. I think when a juggernaut like frozen comes along, <laughs> that they want to have a presence in the park. Uh, you know, they have to eye a big expanse like that, but that again is a classic, you know, it reflects Walt's fondness for miniatures. Um, I think it's quaint. It also gives, uh, you know, kinetics to Fantasyland, mm-hmm. um, with the moving boats, the train. It also gives levels to yes. Fantasyland. Something that the Fantasyland at Disney World does not have. Disney World is all flat. The Fantasyland is just almost like a straightaway, all concrete. Whereas our Fantasyland, because of, uh, because of, um, I think as a Casey Jr. canal boats, you have the rolling hills, the vegetation that, that's, you know, on an upper level. It opens it up. I think having a, a large attraction there would make the um, small world feel claustrophobic. I mean, I'm sorry, would make Fantasyland feel claustrophobic yeah. if we didn't have that open area. So I would protect that. For Destroy, it is absolutely no secret to anybody that has listened to this show, <laughs> InnoVentions, it is an absolute waste of space. It, it, it's it is, They're turning it into this beautiful building that, you know, the rotating stages, it was so unique, is basically a meet-and-greet, character meet-and-greet, as, as they put in the Marvel characters and all that. Knock it down and put something in cool. Not Star Wars land, but something cool. I'd love to see sort of a, you know, the retro, you know, the concept of what, you know, 60s concept of what the future would be and have some cool attractions like that in there for steel. I would like to steal journey to the center of the earth from Tokyo, Disney sea. Okay. That large, you know, the, you've seen at the big mountain and all that, that spews out like a volcano and all that where I would put it. Now, the problem is I'd want to combine it with something that was on a drawing board that, that, that was Tony Baxter's concept. I'd want to put it sort of behind Fantasyland. Remember where I'm, um, um, Adventureland and Frontierland. Remember where Discovery Bay was supposed to go? That concept, uh, that Tony Baxter had that some of it was built in Discoveryland over at Disneyland Paris. Um, I would like to, I think I would like to see it back there. So um, we're talking the, the Thunder
0: Ranch? The Thunder Jamboree Ranch area, area,
3: and it would probably, they would have to take out some of the backstage area mm. and, you know, sort of, and even move backstage over towards Critter Country. But I, I would love to see that combined with um, Discovery Bay going in, pull that off the That'd drawing boards and put it in. Yeah. So that, those are mine. Okay,
0: cool. Uh, Another one from the boards. Protect Splash Mountain, destroy Interventions, huh? And steal Expedition Everest, I guess because of its size, size, you have to put it where Interventions is, even though it doesn't match. Um, If if you want to kind of follow themes, I'd destroy Nemo and Autopia and put Expedition Everest there, but destroying two things is cheating.
4: Not if you burn down Toontown.
0: Nice. Who else wants to go? (laughs) Denise, do do you have a list?
4: I do.
2: I would protect okay. Tom Sawyer's Island.
0: Okay. Because
2: it's one of the only places you can let your kids just run off and burn some steam and my kids absolutely love that place when they were little. I would destroy, believe it or not, the arcade. I think it's a waste of space over there. Yep. Okay. So, okay. they could do so much with that area. And I would <laughs> steal Mickey's PhilharMagic. Magic. I love that show. I wish they'd bring it over to California. or And I'd put it somewhere over where the old buckets were. That dead area in Fantasyland mm-hmm. where the bucket ride used to be.
0: Right. Where it's its just like those the carts and stuff are sitting there.
2: Right. Now. I think there's enough very, space there.
0: Very cool. Um, okay, from the boards, this one's from Tall Tal Dewey. Steel is such a harsh word. I would just like to recover the Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> there we go. Tony, do you have a list? Yes. Okay.
1: I would protect pirates mm-hmm. because we have the superior pirates, and I also like the length of the ride, and it's nice and air conditioned, and it's a more enjoyable experience. So, and I think it's and it's a classic animatronic Walt ride. So, there's what I would protect. Um, destroy. I have to say interventions.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. it's just a waste, especially when it could have,
0: you know,
1: other stuff there. And then, um, steal. I think we should steal the humidity from Florida. I think <laughs> it's nice when you walk outside and just are profusely sweating. I just like that. Did you want anything more? No, I think we should steal back. Well, not that the people mover. Mm, mm-hmm. Good point. Because. I was I went and I was disappointed it was closed and I went back and it was on. It's a nice did you get to write noticing, it? yes I did. Ah oh, dang it. And what's nice is and maybe you're noticing a trend with the why I chose Pirates too. Okay, it's hot in the parks. You want a little break and but yet you get to see everything. People mover is a it eats a bunch of people. It takes a good five minutes. You're going around the park, you're seeing stuff. And it's also back to that original idea of what Tomorrowland was supposed to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I miss the people movement. So I would steal it and bring it and replace it with to put it where it should have, it should stay. That's what I would do.
0: Okay. Um, I will go next and then I have a couple more from the boards. Um, protect. I'm, I had. I had one answer it was space mountain. I crossed that out because that's just because I like the ride. Then I wrote down pirates because that's the reason Tony wrote, the you know, reason Tony said it. Finally, settling on Sleeping Beauty Castle. I think I want to protect Sleeping Beauty Castle just because it's an it's iconic. It needs to never be touched. Uh, destroy. This may be controversial, but I'm going to say Matterhorn. Interesting. Wow. I th- it's just they they they've tried and tried and tried to make it smoother and it just isn't working. I I understand that it's an icon in the park, but it just I don't know. Anyway. Um and to steal I would definitely say Expedition Everest. It's, I love that ride. So, but where I I yeah I I tried looking at the satellite map of Disneyland trying to see where it would go. Um, I don't know that there's any any really room in Adventureland. Even it would it would have to go into like where the tram route is and stuff like that in in front of the park and just I don't know that it would work. Um, They could use maybe the uh, Aladdin's Oasis as as the beginning of the queue and go around behind. Uh, jungle Cruise or something like that, but it it would just be a big chunk of land that I'm not sure that they have.
3: Um, Let's see. But be one... sure you steal a working yeti. <laughs> nah,
0: that's true. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, one more from the boards is from Lights Out. Protect Haunted Mansion. That's a good answer. Destroy a lot of things, actually. I'm not really a fan of those set-up meet-and-greets. Uh, okay. Uh, Steal. Disney World's Haunted Mansion. Okay, she's protecting our Haunted Mansion, but pre- t- just stealing Disney World's Haunted Mansion. Uh, Cinderella Castle. Fill uh, her magic. Oh, uh, okay, Haunted Mansion or Cinderella's Castle or Fill Her Magic or Carousel of Progress. They couldn't
3: choose. Okay, she just needs to go to Disney World. <laughs> yeah, just,
0: just go to Disney World. Have a, have a good time there. <laughs> Alright, so if you want to weigh in on your favorite Protect, Destroy, or Steal attractions, go to the Disneyland Community Board. There's a thread there where you can weigh in and and totally disagree with everything we said. Um, Denise, thanks again for joining us.
4: You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Arizona Disney.
0: There you go. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember... Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.